Welcome back to another episode of NBA at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed. What's up, everybody? This is NBA at the Bar. We're your host. I'm T.A. And this is G Money. And we are brought to you by ATB Media Network. And happy holidays, everybody. We're yes. so excited about this time of the year. Obviously, it's about that family. It's about that togetherness. And it's about uh, some of the be- very best sports, especially for the NBA, because, you know, this is like NBA's best time of the year outside of the playoffs is right here during Christmas. And I hope all you guys got a chance to see all those great games. And we're going to talk a little bit about them. Yes, indeed. Indeed. It, Qu- Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. What is it? Yeah. Happy all Kwanzaa, of them. All of them. Yeah, I can't think of the other ones. And, and because yeah. we are in the, 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 the energy and in the mode and the mindset of the season, we are drinking some Pennsylvania Dutch spiked eggnog. I'm going to tell you something. This, if y'all like some eggnog, it, spike it, now. it got some little spike into it. You're going to absolutely love this. And then we also like topped it off with some Sazerac, and it is absolutely the bomb. But super fired up today. We miss you guys. We come a little yes, bit late indeed. because we wanted to get those Christmas games in before we did this show. So so starting it off, you know, one of the first things we're going to talk about even before we get to the Christmas games is last week, G-Money, talking about the Clippers. You know, oh, man. And, and how they're sitting over here and everything is coming together. Every, it's like they a Rubik's are. Cube, like a transformer. They are coming together and sitting over here and showing why this team actually can actually make it happen. The so R- what are your thoughts about the Clippers? You know, I, you know I call them the Cloppers, but they <laughs> they almost making me want to eat my words because, you <laughs> they know. They might make you eat your yeah, words. I know. Granted, they, they're on a two-game losing streak right now. I got to say that for the record. But prior to that, they won nine straight. Mm-hmm. Here, let's chain real yeah, quick. We didn't chain. Bang. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Clippers, the Clippers look good. I would say James Harden has really started to put it together. And, and Ty Lue has just found a perfect formula with them between Powell now having a nice, consistent rhythm. Kawhi and, and Paul George are really coming into their own with uh, James Harden, I, I'm impressed. And, and Westbrook is playing his solid role. Um, you know, they look good. Well, without a doubt, they definitely look good. And here's what the twist is. Kawhi is playing, you know, not quite an MVP level, but playing at a very, very, very high level. Probably the best we've seen him play um, consistently for a long period of time without a lot of breaks, a lot of gaps yeah. in many, many, many years. Um, Harden has finally got working himself or has worked himself into game shape. Yeah. He, he's found his place in this offense, obviously excluding Westbrook, putting Westbrook and having him come off the bench. He's comfortable in that role because literally all he wants to do is win. Mm-hmm. At this stage of his career, uh, these players really – Oh, it means uh, something It to means them. something to them. Kawhi's the only one that actually has any real championship He's uh, the only one who has hardware. Correct. And, and so the other three, which are all great players, are, are striving to do that. And, and what's impressive about it is they're they're literally um, sacrificing and doing what needs to be done to come together and coalesce as a team to make this work, and you see it um, in in their results. And Ty Lue, we have to give this man his flowers because everybody thought, oh, 
crap. You know, does he know what he's doing? Can he handle this situation? And it is, he's beyond reproach in terms of his ability to coach a basketball team. And what he did is he stayed steadfast, didn't sit over here and panic and understood we just got to take our time. We got to keep focused with what we know we need to do. Keep accentuating the, 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 the best uh, practices, the, yeah, the, the rhythm, the of, rhythm the team, of the team all of that. and let it come together and it will come together. And, you know, kudos to him and kudos to that organization by sitting over here and not panicking and making this come and round itself into form. And now they've gotten themselves all the way up to the sixth seed um, in the Western Conference, yeah. which is which is impressive. Yeah, no, no, that that nine game streak that they hit really, you know, put them in position. I, I got to give a shout out to Zubak and, and to Daniel Tice, too, mm-hmm. uh, off of that rotation of players, mm-hmm. because those. Those two guys, uh, Azubak in particular, he just really, I thought, stepped up and said, I will, I'm going to play big man center minutes and I'm going to give you meaningful double digit points and, and rebounds. And he's been able to do that. And then Daniel Tice has come in and, and, and filled in admirably in his stead. And they, they have a consistent rotation. So then when it's Westbrook, when it's Powell coming in and, and Tice off of their rotation, they're they're still keeping you know the lead and if not increasing it and then you know like you said Kawhi Paul George and James Harden I got to give a lot of love to James Harden they are just they'd be like West Side West Side you know they they over here like we the West Side guards and we're gonna boobop the league and they've been doing that uh, to the clip of that nine uh, nine game streak there mm-hmm. so um, but I'm still holding back. I'm still holding back a little bit in terms of not getting too, too excited. I want to see where they're at at the all-star break. That's the halfway point. If this team has moved from six to maybe four, now we know we have something cooking. If they're in the same exact position, uh, you know, 45 days from now, then, okay, we can little temper our expectations in terms of what they can be possibly this year. They still might be one player away, but I do agree with you with Zubak is that if they didn't have a big man, come in and ready to really be a big man with those four that kind of basically are all kind of the same player mm-hmm. and none of this would work. So they needed that anchor yes. down low to sit over and bring this all together. Yes, I, I agree. And, you know, I don't really have a lot of faith in the Clippers because of just tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, this is a, a, a prove me wrong kind of season for them. And they, they could prove me wrong. They, they, um, the regular season has never really been an issue for this team because they've uh, they've never been de- well they have been devoid of talent but consistently for the past couple of years they've had talent and they've been let's say a playoff caliber team it's just now it's kind of like will they uh have the clipper injury in the playoffs or will they all be healthy at the same time um and deliver the, the, it's all in front of them they have the ability to do it will they I, I, the Laker fan of me says, nah, but, <laughs> but it's there. You know what I mean? They, they have the ability to make uh, all of us uh, proverbial haters eat crow. So I got to give them that. They, they look good right now. Well, guess who else is out there to make everybody eat crow? That's my man, John Morant. Oh. John oh. Morant sit over here and came off oh. the suspension. We talked about it last week about him sitting over here and only a couple games left and he's gotten off a of suspension and hit like a gang buyer. Did you see that first game? I mean, over oh, a 30 yeah. piece hitting the game winner. Um, and, and 
it's just exciting. Yeah, what he brings to the league, and you almost forget. You know, he's been gone for twenty five games. You absolutely forget. You know, after a long off season, you almost forget how special this player is. But but he has something to prove that not only he's just a great player, but that he's grown from his previous indiscretions and, and, and from those previous challenges, and wants to sit over here and prove a point that not only is he just uh, not just a great basketball player, but he can also be a great um, steward of the game mm-hmm. for the NBA as well and not make the same mistakes, not bump his head twice. So I'm super excited about John Morant. And the question really is, is can he sit over and elevate this team enough yeah, consistently enough, long enough to push this team from the doldrums of the basement of the Western Conference all the way up into at least the, the play-in tournament. What do you think about I that? I actually think that they could be, uh, 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 let's say, a, a 10 or a 9 seed in the, in the play-in tournament because, um, you know, losing the, the to the degree in which that they have, but they still have uh, Marcus Smart and whenever he decides to – or I should say when he comes back healthy, mm-hmm. that they could make a sincere push. Um, the thing that you realize about Ja is, is that, he, like you said, forget. I, I really forgot how dynamic he was because <laughs> Monster. they have Bane and, you know, and they, they got guys that can, uh, that can score and can perform, but they just, they didn't have that juice. Mm-hmm. And when he came in, he was like, you know, it was like, move, bitch, get, get out, out the way. way. Without a doubt. Yeah. And it was just like, ooh, ooh, I, I forgot you were that scary. Mm-hmm. You are scary. And so if he's able to, to sustain that, let's say, that rage, you know, he's talked about receipts. You know, these are self-inflicted wounds that he put up on himself, but he's learned from it. And, and that's one thing that was a little bit um, disconcerting is that you talk about receipts. You don't need to be keeping receipts when you were the one you that, were that messed up. Um, but but whatever you need to have that self-motivation to yeah. keep that energy at such a high level, the only thing we really have to be worried about is injury. And barring injury, um, and he hasn't really had a lot of injuries throughout his career. Not historically, even though he's a slight man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, w- I so I agree, of course. And I would just say, um, the thing that's funny about athletes is, is it's just whatever they decide to be upset about. You know mm-hmm. how like Michael Jordan, you, mm-hmm. you hear stories about him. Tom you know, Brady. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Making up reasons or Kobe. finding reasons mm-hmm. to be angry. Mm-hmm. And so this is a reason that he, he, whether or not it's justified or not, it's justified in his mind and he's angry. And so he's about to take it out on the league. And so it's going to be real exciting to see what he does. You, you know, and he, he kind of gets tagged with that moniker of everybody thought he could be the next face of the league. He, we've been hearing a lot about that because there's LeBron, who is the current face of the league is getting to a stage in his career where that's that's not going to be realistic for the long term they're talking they were talking about right. job before you know you know right because of his, his talent because of his talent um and, and still that's a possibility but i think he could be the bad boy face of the league i actually think you know an individual like ant-man is gonna but with his latest shenanigans i don't know but i, <laughs> I was really thinking that he could be the the, the positive you know, face of the league, job be kind of like the anti, sure. you know, face of the league. And cause you got to have both, you know, you got to sure. kind of have a villain and you got to kind of have a nice guy. And, um, but we'll see how this all, all unfolds. Yeah. But. Right now they're, they're almost like, uh, face of the league in training because, you know, they have to win at the highest of highest levels to uh, actually just take that moniker. Mm-hmm. 
And of course, we all know it's like it's LeBron right now, and it'll probably be LeBron till he retires. But who's going to be next in line if it's not, uh, you know, Jokic or somebody like that? They they, they could do it. There, there's another well, guy. Well, the that problem I is Jokic that- can't do it is because he doesn't want it. Like he doesn't have the charisma, he doesn't have the personality, mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't you. have the confidence in terms of his communication. Yeah, you he know, doesn't to be care out there. enough. He doesn't yeah. care enough. Now, now, yeah. now, neither does this other individual we're about to talk about. But I think he's uh, NBA's face to the world outside the u.s market and, you, and, and, that's, and that's absolutely luca luca is playing at oh, an man. mvp caliber level um what he did on, on christmas day uh oh that 50 piece that 50 piece was absolutely Woo! phenomenal was um, and he's doing it and he's performing at this high level he's not making the mistakes his epa numbers are are literally off the charts some of the best since they've been doing holding yeah. that statistic and he's doing it without his counterpart you know it's tough when you're the lone superstar on the team because your counter part, which is the other starting like team in and out. Or, or has been hurt, so he's not there to take some of that pressure off of you. Right. But, but he, you know, he hasn't been bothered at all by it, and he's taken the mantle and says, we got to keep this track because we have something special here. So, you know, I, I'm super excited and fired up for Luca. I've never been a huge Luca fan, but, I, but man, he's rubbing off on me. I he, told you, see, he's coming to the light. He's making a little bit warm and fuzzy inside. The players is cracking. He, he's, 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 got, he's got like a, a, a somewhere in between, let's say, a LeBron James type of game, a Magic Johnson type of game, and and uh, Larry Bird, it's like it's all kind of swirled in there mm-hmm. um, with a Euro- European flair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree. I think if you when we start talking about maybe who could be the face of the league, you know, he's there. He got he I think he's the fastest player since Michael Jordan to get. And he might be the fastest to get to 10,000. 10, no, points. you know, who the fastest was I just heard this stat today is uh, Wilt Chamberlain beat him by like 100 games. Oh, well, yeah. Back in the older <laughs> days. But modern area, I think he's a fast. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And, and you saw he dismantled uh, Phoenix. You know, speaking of, of, of Phoenix, uh, because I love Luca, as you know, and I, 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 I think that you have to look at the other side of that coin of that game where he just dismantled them almost single-handedly. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is probably on fire and he, he's kind of showing that right now. Well, he's, 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 he's for damn sure not happy. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say enraged could be applicable because he came there under the auspices, under the, um, the pretense, the pretense that, that, they, that they were building something. And, right. and you think it, when you thought as we're coming into the season that, okay, when that big three, you know, plays together and if they can play together consistently, this is going to be a, a true dominating force mm. that can compete in the West. Unfortunately, we have, what's my man's yeah, name? Bradley Beal. Bradley, Bradley Beal is a no-show. He's hurt and, it's, and, and he's almost been a no-show. I can't even really remember a time where, right. uh, except when he very early on in his career where he actually played consistently and it's ridiculous. He comes in, he plays, they've had a total of 30 minutes of playing time together yeah. for the whole season and you're talking about in the first, you know, 30 some games that's absolutely ridiculous you it can't is. build the cohesion you can't get comfortable w- w- with the other superstars to figure out how this is going to work like the clippers have done again kudos to uh, Kawhi sitting on and making sure he played and it's like he's getting frustrated like i didn't sign up for this i just dealt with this out in brooklyn yeah you know and even though Kyrie's exactly. his boy but 
he needed all three of them to play there, and they did. He's it's like deja vu for him out here. I, I think that when you, you they tried to do the 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 the, the big three, just like how uh, Miami did it. But you know what? Their GM is he's not Pat Riley, and I think if you really, if anybody who really studies the league would see see that Bradley Beal has been injured and injury prone for uh, three or four seasons now. Mm -hmm. So this is not a surprise. You kind of let Washington off the hook Mm -hmm. by even pulling that ridiculous contract Mm -hmm. that he got. Yes. And when Bradley Beal is healthy, is he, uh, let's say, a perennial all-star caliber talent? Without a shadow of a doubt. But he has not played great when the games that he has played for them. And then it's just... You're always got an owie. You mm-hmm. always, and right now it's an ankle. Before mm-hmm. it was the hamstring or the back or whatever was going on with him. Mm-hmm. And everybody else on that team are just kind of like patchwork guys because all their money is tied up in the three dudes. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm like, look here, damn it. Like there's uh, no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And I don't think it's necessarily the GM that did this. I think this is a new owner because they just got the new owner. They kicked out the old owner that had all that controversy and, and they okay. got him up out of there. And so you have a new owner and these new owners with all this money, they want to make a splash. They want to sit over and do something. Yeah, it they, sounded they want, good. They want to get excited. And it did sound good. I was excited you know what i'm saying for, for this team thinking of what it could be but the reality is is one season comes into play uh, zebras don't change their stripes yeah. bradley bill like you said has been this way for the past two to three seasons it's not like he was going to sit over and get with this team outside of that washington uh team and sit over and change some stripes he's still doing the same thing this yes. little owie that little owie i mean they might need to have a, a, a team meeting and sit over and put him on oh, or yeah, something. Well, they might need they to will. sit over here and say, hey, it's time to play, bud. Yeah, yeah. Now, look, they they need to, uh, let's say, uh, institute Gordon more into their regular cadence, uh, 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 say, basically get him more involved and maybe mm-hmm. even make him the point guard instead of um, a Booker. But Booker's been playing so well. Booker has been a, a surprise. I knew Booker was always good, but he's been playing lights out. I, I agree, but what you, what they're showing is is that it's not enough with just Booker and Durant. I don't so, know if it's enough with Beal, too, to it, be honest it, with it you. It might not be, because if you look at just the way that they're constructed, mm-hmm. they're, uh, they're going to be a team that's going to win on pace and offense. And they hired a defensive coach, um, and but they don't really have the pieces to execute defense at a high level, and they're not. Correct. And so now, when you don't have Bradley Beal there, all you're really showing is is that guess what? We we in the West we can't really compete if we can't play defense at a high level, and we're assuming that these guys are going to just average thirty and forty. But if they don't, and then sometimes Durant misses time. Booker has missed a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So all those things turn into losses at the end of the day. And then you look up, the, we have a huge hill to climb just to get into the play-in. And that's what they look like. And that's right where now, they're at they right now. Correct. That's right where they're, they're at out. right now. And really what, what I saw in the last couple games with, with Durant is that unfortunately it almost kind of, kind of feels like, I don't want to say he's given up because I know that's not really his his in his spirit is yeah no he's a baller but 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 what i do see is kind of a person that's um that's just so frustrated so Mm -hmm. upset he's almost in his own mind i see him playing 
somewhat lethargically, not playing with any passion, because how do you play with passion when he has enough common sense to understand the game that they don't have enough to actually compete? Mm-hmm. And when he sit over here and get Luca dropping 50 on your head, it just sits over and says, man, I'm in the same I'm in an either even worse situation, but a similar situation than, than Brooklyn. All of this. And I'm, con- I'm, I'm concerned that he actually, um, and I hate to say this, might quit on the team and just sit over well, and say, because they're wasting his best year. I, and I would just say that this is also, um, the, that we needed to stop and forever, uh, shame ourselves for even comparing him to LeBron James because. Yes. You know, when he was playing with Golden State, that was his Camelot. Mm -hmm. He had a perfect scenario, a Mm -hmm. perfect um, uh, semblance of talent around him Mm -hmm. to help accentuate what it is that he does well, which is get buckets. Mm -hmm. And yes, could he play a very effective weak side defense? Absolutely. But he is not a person who can carry a team. Not and, defensively. Offensively, I think he could. Because he did early on in his career. But when we say carry a team, you have to carry a team to a W. And if that means sometimes we got, I got to be the defensive stalwart, then that's what it means. If it means I also got to be the one who's got to get 40 and, and a triple-double, then that's what it means. Mm-hmm. And that's something that LeBron James has been able to do and drag some bums along with him. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing now is Kevin Durant cannot do that. It, he, he, it just, it's just. He actually never has. That's why he had yeah, to go. It's just, state. it's just the media always said that he could because of we always see, obviously see how great he is. But just because you are more than a one trick pony, yeah, you may be able to do two things. But if you can't do five things, you're not going to be able to carry a team across the finish line. And maybe Booker might be more equipped to be that guy on his team, but he, he himself is not. That guy, and so we need to stop comparing him, even though he's great. Because I don't think he has, he has that dog in him. He has good, he has greatness in him in terms of skill set. Okay. But that dog, that uh, Booker, Booker might does. not be that, might not be on his caliber in terms of no, greatness Booker and skill. Is, Booker is like uh, Kobe Light. He mm-hmm. he he's he's good, but I think that. And he's, let's say, more than good. He's he's upper echelon mm-hmm. in terms of, and he's young. And his game is getting better. And That's what I love to see. It's getting better. It's getting better. But he doesn't have the quote-unquote dog like the Mamba, even though that is his mentor. Um, and who, it, who, who, who? Uh, Booker? Uh, B- Booker doesn't no, I, have I, black I, Mamba. I think uh, I, he's, show, he's showing a, a different level of fight. Than we've ever seen from Kevin uh, yes, Kevin but, Durant, but but we've seen uh, Kobe take lesser teams and gut wins out, and I, that's what I don't see with Phoenix. So I that's agree. my comparison. When it, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it comes down to did you win the game, yes or no. Mm-hmm. So if the end if it ends up in a loss, you don't have the same level of intensity that is required because you're turning. Losses. You're, you, these games are being losses, mm-hmm. and it's who gives a damn about an honorable mention, right? Okay, you had great numbers, but it ended in a loss. Correct. So moving on. But but but, but last thing on the Phoenix Suns, it, it would it would hopefully be incumbent on this team's 
uh, leadership in terms of in the front office that they look for some kind of way. The reality is, is though they don't have very many chips. No, no, it's all it's all in those three guys. It's all in those three guys. That's and the so, whole deal, and and that's what's scary. I think that's what Durant realizes is that we don't really have any moves mm-hmm. to play with. I'd be so looking at Bradley and, we're at. and the ice tub like, all right, bro. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they might need to go in there and say, brother, put them on. Yeah, you know, you know, give. Uh, do I need to inject you some some horse medication? Like we we need to do something because get, get your own butt out here. And you you hate to talk about people that have that are hurt, and we said and, and, sure. and, and to question them on that. But but sure. uh, the, 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 to grab something from football, you know, are you hurt or are you injured? Yeah. If you're hurt, then you know, get your ass out there and play. If you're injured, then that's then that's another thing. And it's hard for me to believe off of the little bit that Bill has played. I don't believe this man is injured. I believe he's hurt because his quote unquote injuries are all afflicting different parts of the body and you ain't playing enough to hurt mm-hmm. this part of the body thank you very much or that part of the body right so, so i'm a little bit um you know concerned about does bill really want to play it's it's interesting i i mean obviously they know in their inner circles um but it is interesting because it's like he hasn't right he hasn't. whether he wants to or not he hasn't so figure it out because mm-hmm. they they essentially They've they've hitched their their wagon to him. So, bro, you we need you. We need you. Get your ass out there. Now, now you know. Um, one thing I love about the NBA is how young talent um, can be naturally exposed, or um, a, a light can get shined on them. Whether they came in a big time star and they're picked like a Wimby who came in and all the sure. attention was on them, or another individual like. Who we talked about uh, in the last couple of weeks, and, and is definitely still showing that same talent that we recognize early as Jacques with the Miami oh, Heat, and he put the UCLA with, product. Yeah. UC. <laughs> UCLA. And I'm not talking about him because he went to UCLA. I'm talking I about him up. because he's putting in work. And it comes West like West LA homers. You know, we're West Side all day long. <laughs> but 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 really, it's just exciting. He he didn't come in strongly coveted but again right. you know we talked about pat riley being able to see those intangibles pat that Riley's players have yeah to sit over here and understand what really makes um a, a great teammate what can can be special and when you put them in, in an incubator yeah. for them to thrive and right. that's what we're seeing with this player who i never thought was going to be uh dropping 30 pieces on christmas day no but especially, no, he 30 especially, and 10 he had 10 uh, yeah 30 and he's got a, a very strong double double and, and that was out that was without um timmy butler it's like they didn't even have him it right. was just it was just jacques and bam out there sitting over putting in work and pulled out the window and, on and tyler day. hero did put yeah, tyler work hero Ooh, tyler and, hero oh, no, no, no. <laughs> hate I'm, not, I'm not a fan of him uh, uh, he's basic look look tyler put in that work too but but to your point about talking about jacques okay so yeah i gave the whole oh yeah the, the la thing <laughs> but but i gotta give a lot of credit to pat riley and to uh spolstra Mm-hmm. They they have an eye for getting guys who know how to do multiple things mm-hmm. well. They may not necessarily be excellent, right. but when they get into that Miami uh, training regimen, that they can become excellent at those things. 
he was even in college. He was always a guy who understood triple threat, could under and could play offense, could bring the ball up, could defend at a high level, and he was somewhat streaky uh, in terms of his shooting. But he was a playmaker, mm-hmm. and all you're seeing is is all of those skill sets are now graduated to another level, and that's what he's doing in the NBA. And uh, uh, damn, they found another gem. Is, they is, found is, another is jack of all trades. That are getting infused with heart, yeah. infused with a, 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 a chip on their shoulder, because that's the culture yeah. that Pat Riley, you know, uh, from his playing days, mm-hmm. uh, come with. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Spolstra is that perfect um, kind of uh, yang yeah. to that to that hardcore yeah. grinding yang. Yeah, he's that he's Riley that protege, that just uh, old school, old school, but you know, also that. Uh, the, uh, uh, he provides the nurturing that for damn sure is not going to be there yep. from, from, from Pat Riley. For damn sure is not going to be there from, from, from Jimmy Buckets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I remember Bam, who, you know, took some time to really get infused with, with that yeah. heart. I remember Jimmy Butler and him were clashing a couple of years ago and Jimmy Butler was like, this man don't have any heart. Mm. But, you know, when you're in that environment where you got to get it done and there's no excuses allowed, yeah. you begin to take upon that mantra. You know who Spolster reminds me of, even though we're talking about Jacquez, is, but this is just to the larger point about the culture, the Miami Heat culture. Um, because we've seen a lot of guys that they have brought up. Martin, I could go mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. The, it reminds me a lot of Popovich in that Popovich, when he has had talent, has found a way mm-hmm. to insert guys mm-hmm. that uh, the mm-hmm. average person yeah. who is not a diehard Spurs fan mm-hmm. will be like, why is this dude playing? Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, uh, a random uh, Tuesday mm-hmm. in November, it's like this guy is getting 31 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's like you didn't understand that that was going to turn into something mm-hmm. meaningful, mm-hmm. a la Kawhi ended up being mm-hmm. a guy like that, right? So it's, yes. it, 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 mm-hmm. it's, it's like – that's the kind of magic secret sauce with, with a coach that's really in tune with his guys and understands and knows how to like push the right buttons mm-hmm. and get the best out of playbook. I got to give Spolstra is, is, is in that same ilk of a pop. Definitely the same vein. And he knows how to maximize the talent. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're seeing with Jacques. He's just. He's arriving mm-hmm. and right in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you know, speaking of uh, Spo. I can remember him because I'm such a big fan of Bron. I can remember him when when Bron first got there and how young and, and, and you know he still had Similac on his. Oh, he was, did he? He was fresh off the titty. He was so young. LeBron was kind of punking him. I was suspect of him, but to see what he's grown into because he's now, a grinder you know, over a decade later. Yeah, he's a grinder and. um and now he's just matured and grown and become an elder statesman. It's mm-hmm. definitely exciting to see. So, you know, uh, just Miami Heat is there something about that team. I love grinded out grinder teams. Oh, yeah. I, I love, love that team. type of a player. Yeah. You know, that it just really resonates. Oh, look at you. you. You resonate with it the Miami Heat. With, with that, that grind. Oh, oh, just go oh. out there and just slam the, the hardwood and, and let's go. Uh-huh. And, and, we got hey, the love. Hey, thump, thump. You know. You know about that grind. Back hey, back. look here. We ain't gonna talk about. Uh, <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about no no backyard one on one, two on twos. Okay, that's uh, another show. That is definitely another show. We gotta do that. Maybe for the New Year's show. Uh, we'll no, start, thank you. We'll go back and, and, and go back to the old school. Uh, no, 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 that's fine. It can stay in. The, it can stay in the annals of history. Okay. 
But I feel you though. All overall, you're right. I mean that that that's what they are. Uh, you know, you you see the development of Robinson mm-hmm. on that team. You know, it's just they, they, you could go on and on about uh, Miami Heat and and Jacquez. To your point, is like he's the next guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw Martin last year kind of mm-hmm. come up when mm-hmm. they got injury prone, mm-hmm. and it's a perfect thing. So then when Jimmy Buckets does come back, now they got another weapon, and I think. When we thought early in the in the year, it was like, or in you would say even the preseason, it was like, yeah, okay, Miami made the finals, but they didn't get anybody in free agency. So you're like, nah, you know, Miami, maybe you'll make it there. That's exactly what I was saying. Then you saw them; they didn't quite get back there, but they still were very competitive last year. Just snuck into the playoffs, got in there, and and, you know had their elbows out and made some ruckus. So, so you really love them. But, but, but that's funny about that East Coast Conference. You know, it's extremely top heavy. It is. But the top three teams, I really, really, really like. I mean, we have the Celtics, who um, everybody thought was going to be great, including myself. Thought that they were going to be standouts, and they kind of started off a little bit You heard me say that they're going to the finals. Yeah, without a doubt. And, And really looking at them now as they're coming into form and Prozingis actually really. You know, figuring out his role, mm-hmm. getting a, a lot more comfortable. The other players are getting a lot more comfortable with him being dropped off into that team. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about the Celtics. You see them really starting to take off, not quite pulling away because that top three is so strong. But you have, you know, the Celtics that are great. You got the Milwaukee Bucks that are obviously yeah, with, with Dane and that crew was sitting over here and playing very good. And the, and the Sixers with Embiid. I mean, Embiid is playing at an MVP and level. You got to say. I Maxie too. Oh, of course, Maxie. But Embiid is playing at a true MVP level. Maxie's playing great. Embiid's playing at an MVP level. And I think he sits over and says, I can't be a one or done MVP when you have a yoke that sit over here and have back to back. And then Mm -hmm. people are ringing the bells for him to get a third. Mm -hmm. He's like, I got to do it again. Or I'm going to be looking like um, I kind of took my man's third. MVP away. So I think yeah, he yeah. has some extra motivation. His, he has uh, to justify uh, last year's MVP by yep. winning it again. I, I, I and, and we see it. So he's elevating that team. Obviously, if it wasn't for Maxi elevating with him, then, then they wouldn't be where yes. they are. But those are, those are three teams that are bunched up in the top of that conference that they're, they're starting to all completely yeah. win. I think all three can win it. Yeah. And you know, and one thing I'll just add with uh, the, the Philly is, Melton is starting to play at a high level, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or I should say he's consistently played consistently at a high level. playing good. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And been very solid for them. Mm-hmm. And now the one who was, is finally coming up to the level is I would say it's Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is starting to sprinkle in some 30 point games and they, they actually mm-hmm. need him to. It is good. He's not boo boo, but no. it took time for him to, to, to get comfortable with this team. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then you add in all of their role players and then it's like, okay, they got some. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It, it is top heavy without a doubt. I will still go out on my little proverbial olive branch and say, uh, it's Boston's, uh, conference to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially with Prozingis. Yeah, and I will still go out on a limb and say that even though uh, I would say Milwaukee looks better than Philly right now, um, if we're just crossing hairs, but I still think Philly is going to be the one who's going to be the the rival in the conference finals. 
Um, and, you know, and Milwaukee fans will just. But have we to, haven't seen that take place yet. And, no, well, no, well, just, a couple years ago, but it's, so it's going to be interesting. I'm just because pro- I think I think Milwaukee's missing something defensively. I think the coach, the new coach, came in, changed up their defensive philosophy right. to what he wanted, which was you know sometimes when it ain't broke, why try to fix it? Yeah, because you can look at what they what they did over the holiday break, right? They boobopped New York mm-hmm. and then got boobopped by New York. And so that was a little bit weird. Back to back for Christmas Day when this is such a pivotal day for the league and you have back to back games like that. Like this ain't baseball. This ain't major league. This, right. You know, right. MLB. So that was- I just love that big three and I just can't wait to see as we get down to the to the last third of the month, you know, you know, once we get through um, All Star Week, right. hopefully all three teams stay healthy, and, and and I can't wait to see them jockey for a position, mm. and, 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 and for It'll them to really sit over there and, and, and position themselves, prepare themselves for the battles that are going to take place in the playoffs. I think the Eastern Conference Finals playoffs are going to be hard fought, kind of like old school, yeah. where it's going to be like the old school, where they're going to be slugging it out, mm-hmm. and the West is going to be high-flying and dunking, and you got seven, one, you know, th- uh, you know, four men that are out there shooting three. It's mm-hmm. like two completely different conferences, two completely different styles. I, I agree. I, so I, when we say, like, the East Coast is top-heavy, I think that you're absolutely right. It's top three, and then there's uh, uh, everybody else, meaning, like, the Pacers, the Knicks, and, 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 and essentially – on down the line that will certainly make the playoffs but are not a genuine threat. The thing that's interesting about the West is is that you can maybe argue by, by record that it's going to be Minnesota, but in, by and large, most of us think it's going to be Denver. Uh, I actually Denver. think it's going to be Minnesota. I think Denver, okay. they, they ate their big meal and, they, and they're full now, and they're not as hungry. As they were last year. Hey, but, but, and the fan favorites are going to be the typical ones like the Lakers and so on and so forth. But the thing that is very interesting about the West is we genuinely haven't figured out how that's going to spill out because you do have the guys like OKC. You do have the Young guys. Young and like, hungry. Yeah. You do have the, the New Orleanses of the world. And you, you know, so it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. Well, the thing is, is will, will Golden, Golden State decide to, no, to Golden, State, Golden State's are crumbling, in my opinion. My humble opinion. They're they're a dynasty that we're seeing fall right in front of our eyes. Yeah, but when you got even when Draymond was there, but when you got Mister Night Night, you just don't know if he actually gets into the dance. That's the only thing I'm gonna say. Even if they get in the dance, they just don't have enough horses. Their horses are old. I I don't disagree. You ain't even gonna look. And then what we started the show with? The the Clippers. You know, will the Clippers uh, rise and shine, or will they find a way to pull an owie? It's like those are all the things that add drama to the West Coast. Uh, But I say OKC. They got young stallions ready to run, big ones, medium sized ones, and little ones. mm. And them stallions is all ready to go, and they're not scared. Like so, let's talk about that. You know, when I watch this team. Because I was very apprehensive early. I, I knew that the chatter, the talk was as the season was approaching was that we'll look out for them. Kind of like, like you talked about, uh, weeks ago about they were the kings, uh, from last year of this right. year. But when you see them play and you see how dynamic they yeah, are. Yeah. They're number see, third. They're number yeah, three, right? They're number right three, now. but with. Uh, less win or less losses than Denver uh, uh, and a few less wins. They just haven't played as many games as Denver. Sure. So Denver's actually a uh, second seed and OKC is a third seed. But, but they're right I, there. But when so I watch point. this team w- w- with Shea 
and how he plays fearless, how he plays, he goes hard. Yeah. Chet, yeah. you know, is playing with a chip on his shoulder. I think he's a little bit uh, salty with all the love that Wimby kind of got going mm-hmm. into the season and him not really receiving any. I, he, I, Chet has, I mean, he has game. I mean, he, he, he has great game. I, I really love him. And, and what's nice is, is they're still looking to add pieces. They're not resting on these roles. They just added a guy uh, from Orlando. I can't even think of his name. Uh, Stocky, just another big body to have in there. And they're still looking, all the reports are that they're still looking to make another uh, crucial move or two really? uh, before the end of the trade deadline. Oh, okay. So this is a team that's going after it. I think they recognize what they have and they say, hey, yeah, let's go out here and take it. Yeah. Because again, Denver doesn't look as hungry as they are. Luca and Kyrie, Luca's looking so good, we have to stave them off. Right. And then you have um, um, Minnesota, which is looking monstrous. And if they want to sit over and actually push to possibly win, really, they're going to have to be able to play with Denver. They're going to have to be able to play. They're going to have to play with all of the big dogs. With all the big dogs. It's just a reality for, I think, all of the teams. I think that to your point, though, they do have enough. I mean, and look, we didn't even mention uh, Giddy, Dort. And, and, you know, those are like glue guys that necessarily don't always come up big on the stat sheet, but they come up in meaningful moments on the stat sheet Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in their wins. Mm -hmm. So those are like steadfast. I, again, and you, you know, we've said this for a, a few episodes now. You know, there's not a whole lot of weaknesses on that team. And Shea Gilders Alexander is that dude. D A T. Mm-hmm. He is that dude. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe will, will he have enough to rise to the moment and be like, I'm going to be the star of stars if I'm playing. I mean, he playing uh, like he do. He's playing like that. Yeah. Like he's playing like yeah. that, but. I, I, I like it him. Might just be. I, I would. I, I would feel comfortable betting on him. And this wasn't a team that I was comfortable to bet on um, at the beginning of the season. Oh, wow. But from what I see now, so we're going to do five or ten. How much? You no, what I'm saying. I, I'm not willing to bet on him right this second. But okay. as we get closer to the playoffs, as I watch this team develop, and want to make sure that you know there's in, there are no major uh, injuries. Because again, Chet. You know, God forbid, I'm not wishing it on him, but you know, when you come off an injury and he's playing and he, hard, he's and, playing and a he's, lot of and minutes. He's still, he's still he, I wouldn't say slight, but he, slight. He, he's lighting he, the booty. Yeah, he's lighting the booty. He just, he just has so much game, and he's and he's tall. And, and he and and for him, he's been playing like this for a long time. It's not like he got to the league and he said and like kind of like cat and said, oh, let me develop a jump shot and go. No, he's been playing like no, he's this. Had, he's had you game know, since high caps. school. G A M E all yeah. caps. Yes. And so, just again, this team, they add another great player. Watch out. I mean, okay. Really watch out. Well, and it'll be interesting because I didn't hear about them doing trade moves, but because I or they're I, looking to. Okay, and, but they and, brought in somebody that was on a. On, I want to say that was on a G League team for Orlando. Okay, um, and you know what? Nice. And it's interesting because uh, I'm not even sure if they need it. It, it. I like Joe. I like Wallace. I, li- I like uh, a lot of their other, let's say, lesser tiered guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe they those guys develop and get minutes. But the also thing is maybe the league just says, okay, well, those guys are good enough to where we can swap those guys out for a bona fide. And then that's that's what's unique about this team is they have some ingredients in the shelf that they can sit over here and say, here, I'll trade you these these guys and maybe a draft pick. And and then give me – and they got a bunch of draft picks. I think they have something like 15 – First right. over the next like 
six or seven years. So, like so something then, crazy. So then, okay, so then let's go ahead and go all the way fantasy land with it. <laughs> what, what if they do that and put a package together and then get somebody like a Zach Levine? Now, I think that would be a great fit. Wouldn't that be interesting? You know, also what I would like to see is is Buster move with uh, Zion. Oh, Zion Williamson. Yeah. See, I just the funny because thing he don't is, have to be the man. No, I, I I do hear you there. I just um, well, how we talked about the dog in him. Uh, I, you know, we've had this in previous episodes. Uh, I don't know if I would pull that trigger for the amount of money that he is because I would not be convinced that my 300 pound 6'6 guy is going to even be around or has that DOG in him to let's say execute at the highest level but it's it's an entertaining well, well he could and he could we, we've seen it happen in spurts right and here's what the thing is in New Orleans he's the man so I don't have to sit over here and yeah. go that hard when you got Chet and Shea there that are outshining you that are bigger dogs than you and then you start feeling small. We see what happens with Zion when when he gets a crop as behind, like he did after mm. the after well, the maybe they tournament. infuse a level of inspiration to bring the best out of him. He, 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 I don't I don't think he's inspirable. I think you have to you have oh, to trick, wow. I think you have to trick fuck him. I think you oh. have to sit over here and like oh, my. you know come back door on him to oh. make him sit over here and get that. Uh, you about to get a letter from his mama. <laughs> you are, she is, uh, how dare you say that about my son and his I, I, chicken and biscuits? I think himself. he has to find the fire because he still wants to be the man. And so if you take away his ability to be the man, mm. then what happens is is you sit over here and see somebody that sits over and gets fired up. Now, a man who go. wears a Michael Jordan hoop earring is got a little <laughs> bit of fire in him, okay? <laughs> Thank you. So, so, so lastly, you know, we always want to say the best for last and, um, you know, our Lakers. Oh, yes. Our, our, our beloved Lakers, you know. Yes, indeed. When, when, when you sit over here and we see our, we see our Lakers. Go ahead. Um, Look, see, now you had to spike it on that one. I had one to spike it a little bit. Okay. We talking about the Lakers. When Damn I, this cream and eggs! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when we see when we see our Lakers um, win the end season tournament and then come out here and lose what? Excuse me, six of the last eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, six or seven. I mean, it, eight, it's yeah. been ugly. It's been um, un- disconcerting. But also, I had to come to a realization and be real myself. Mm. This team just ain't that good. They you literally know, aren't that uh, good. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you're here. You know, I, I've been here for a while now, um, <laughs> but I'm glad. Okay, so now we can have a fair and, and honest conversation because I knew you had the you you, you weren't there yet. So there. now that you're here, here let's just talk about it. I, I think Rob Palinka is an excellent GM. I think. Whoa, our, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. Just let hear me out. I use the e word. I, I I actually do. I do. I think that what he was able to pull off last year was phenomenal. I think he was arguably uh, the GM of the year last year with what he was able to do at the trade deadline. Now, he also equally, he mucked it up, which is why he had to, um, let's say, correct himself by bringing in all that talent. But now a year um, forward from that same talent, you're not seeing – um, you're not seeing D'Angelo Russell. You're not seeing Vanderbilt. You're not well, seeing, Vanderbilt just went and had to have a knee operation. You're not seeing Rui. 
You're not seeing all these like guys. Rui. Of course. I think it's a great did. trade piece. Yeah, you're not seeing Vincent. With oh, sorry, Vincent. Vincent. Got, Vincent. Get, Vincent's get, the one with an injury. injury. Yeah. So, but but all of those guys that were you know a part of the the infusion that propelled us to the Western Conference Finals, you're not seeing a continuation of their effort. And the thing that's very simply put about the Lakers is if they are not a preeminent top three defense, they don't have enough offense to offset what everybody else in the league is doing. And that's the bottom line. It doesn't, I've gotten, I've been heavy, heavy, as you know, on Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis has been lately, even mm-hmm. in this losing streak, mm-hmm. he's been pulling his weight. LeBron Most has definitely. been pulling his weight. Most definitely. Uh, I, I, I would even say uh, Austin Reeves. Excuse right, me. Yeah. Reeves has been pulling his weight. But it's all the other guys. It's they aren't enough. We are not enough. But you have, very two, you have two great players and you have 10, 8, Average to below average, average. Say not below average. They're average, average players. They're average. And then you have two players, one ever so slightly above average, and then Austin, which is definitely above average. The reality is, is they need. They don't need a superstar. No, but they, they do, do not need a. Superstar. They need a holiday. They need a. They need. A holiday with a Caruso, or you know, yeah. Uh, they they need they need something. That's that that's real deal tangible. Yes. And it's out there. There's a team out there that has something that's tangible that can coalesce yes. with this team. And that it's the difference between good and great for this team. Yes. This team is barely even good. I, it's hard to even use the word good with the Lakers in, the, in this last step, even after winning the end season. It's very difficult to call them. Yes. Good. Look, I, I, I like uh, what they did with the end season tournament, but. What they're getting exposed at is if you do not play defense at an elite level like you did it through the in season tournament, then you're just getting exposed by as to the fact that you're not a, a very efficient three point shooting team and you don't have guys that can just go get buckets on their own. So you're relying upon LeBron to have a Herculean game every night. And you're relying upon Anthony Davis to have a Herculean game. And one's a shrinking violet and one's an old man. So you can't expect that to happen. That's why if you can bring down LeBron from that being Herculean to just being very, very, very good, allow um, our shrinking violet to sit over here and not have to have those incredible highs every single day to eventually have to shrink and bring somebody to where they can both bring their efforts down to a 25 to 35 point level every single night. Right. And somebody else bringing in a strong 25 to 30 every night. Now you have the, you know what that, but not lose the defense. Yes. And you know what, you know what that thing was? And so even though D'Angelo Russell doesn't have the defense, but I think that they were really, expecting uh, when they got rid of um, the guy that went to Toronto um, when we let him go mm-hmm. uh, we were really expecting that D'Angelo was going to use this season to say I'm going to average I wanted to I got excited I got bought yeah, in on that bullshit yeah I, I'm going <laughs> to average 20 to 25 and I'm going to shoot at a high clip because because that justifies 
uh, us making this move, and then we're gonna have your backup be Gabe Vincent. Every time he shoots, I say, "Oh no!" Every single time he shoots. And and to your point, that has not happened. Now, yes, uh, Vanderbilt was, let's say, injured majority of the year. But Vanderbilt is supposed to be the guy who's like the Dennis Rodman of our proverbial team because of what he did last year. And right now, whether or not he's not, Darvin is not playing him enough. He's out for the season. No, 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 no. Vanderbilt is not out for the season. No, you're, you're talking about Gabe Vincent when you say that. Vanderbilt and the V's. But Vanderbilt is, he had a heel issue and it just, it just mm-hmm. was, it was nagging him. Mm-hmm. But what the bottom line is, is that when he gets in there, he's not making a, an impact. It was you, it, what it was is we were supposed to have an elite defense. He's six, eight, six, nine. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be the guy that we can rotate out on. All of the best talent of anybody mm-hmm. else's team, and we're supposed to be a top three defense. Where okay, you're allowing Anthony Davis to basically just roam because he's such a disruptor. But that whole Dennis Rodman thing is not happening. It is not. Here's what the so, reality: sixty to seventy points from LeBron and uh, and Anthony Davis. AD, it's not enough. It's not enough. And Reeves Reeves is good, but he is not enough. In a vacuum. Because he's he is enough. limited. If you have him playing over 30 points a game, he's going to break down. He's mm. not physically strong enough to to kind of keep that weight on his shoulders. That's why you get mad at, at Darwin Ham not starting him. But I understand what he's doing. He's saying this cat can be great for us in the times that we need him. Yes. I um, love Reeves, But, but we can't put too much weight on his shoulders because he will – fall victim to that way yeah and he will crumble under it that's why we need one more big i i i agree i agree and And you know what nobody wants to do the lakers any favors and here's the reality The, the lakers uh first half are a horrible team in the second half they're like a championship level team but you can't do that every time and expect w's because it's not you, you it, that's it, not sustainable to not win championships people don't win it's championships not. Messing off the first half of the season and thinking they're going to come gangbusters. Miami has tried, but they've always fell um, victim at the end of the season yes. because of that. It's kind of like playing in a game and you're down by 30 and you sit over here and grind to tie it up with two right. minutes left. You didn't gave all your energy you to, tie to tie it up, it up. and exactly. then you end up losing and at the end of the game. And that's, that's exactly what, what a what team like that does. You and I are, are we are lockstep with that one, brother. Mm-hmm. And and that's what's happening. They can't score, and it's too hard for them to score. And unless Anthony Davis and LeBron James just come out and just say, we're going to be Hall of Famers today, then it's a struggle. Correct. And that is not sustainable. So so, so your boy Palenka, who you think is so good, he, he, he needs to sit over and do something. At, do the, end something. Of the, at the end of the day, is Palenka still nothing but an agent. He's now not see, a, he's not a GM. Now that's he's nothing but an agent. No, that is fact. <laughs> he ain't nothing but an agent that happened to be cool with the buses because he runs a trophy for his career. Whatever. And I don't want to hear no, oh, but this is a clutch client. Look, uh, get get off of the clutch client uh 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 go round, okay? Pick some dudes. He's the only cancel the cup. That only cancel the cup. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> get it together, brother. Without a doubt, because these because you already know, man. L.A. is not we. We already know. We all know. LeBron, he got this year, maybe next year, and these are going to be the last two times for him to win that other ring. 
So it has to be the it's now. It has to well, be now. Well, the reason why it's now is because that Las Vegas franchise is coming, and he's he's already got his people on it's it. So now. he's going to go he, like they're going to set him up to bring in that franchise that right. had that star steadiness right. for that franchise when open. So like, do, you said, do I need do I need to uh, write a, a handwritten note to Genie? Do I need to write a letter like like in olden times and cursive? No, Genie, Genie just got married. Get She's over here in love, and she ain't on top of it. Look again. Well, go ahead and talk, talk to Phil, talk to Magic, talk to whoever you need to talk to. Get, get, make a change. Well, okay. the other thing is, we just need an extra player because here's where the reality is: if we don't, the Clippers are coming, mm. and it's almost like the Clippers is a brand new that expansion part. team with four people that have the ability to are going to probably be Hall of Famers mm. because when that new arena opens up next year, oh my, God. that type of it's going to be hard to beat them next year. You're damn right. So, so, so this is your opportunity from a Lakers organization standpoint to allow them to compete because it's getting, it's getting crowded up there in the upper echelon. What did we say this whole episode? We said this whole episode. It's like, bruh, bruh, it it is now. Throw all your chips in. Damn that first round. And the Kings are still playing well. The Kings started off sputtering and they're, they prop themselves up now. They're in the fifth or fourth or fourth or fifth, mm-hmm. uh, or four, uh, fifth seed. Now you I know mean, you're preaching to the choir. So when you look at the, when you look at the Western Conference, when you have, um, Minnesota, Denver, OKC, um, Dallas, Clippers. No, hold on. Dallas, Sacramento, then the Clippers, then New Orleans. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Doing the same thing, expecting a different result, means exactly. means Palenka needs to sit over and be relieved of his role. Well, we well, to look, do something I think spe- that significant. what the Lakers know at the end of the day, they know they have an all time great and the leader and the face of the league. And what they also know is that guy needs to be on television in June. So do what you have to do yeah. to make him be in primetime hours in June. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Make it happen. Los Angeles Lakers. Make it happen. But hey, with that being said, man, Merry Christmas. Hey. I, I, I hope you had a, a Happy great Christmas holiday family. You I did. I did. You know, I tried not to be a, gro- a, 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 Grinch. a, a, a Grinch, you know, <laughs> a Scrooge. I was like, uh, I was like, we don't need these gifts, but, uh, whatever. You know, hey, my daughter's happy. My wife's happy. Hey, I'm happy. Uh, you know, I want to take the family on a little trip. We always do a little trip around Christmas and, uh, and get yeah, back right before that Christmas. Without a doubt. And we, we went to Vegas, uh, cause you know, the kids were born in Vegas and they got to see their old friends that they were born with. And then we went and saw that sphere. Oh, oh, is that dope? Oh, man. Oh. Actually, that's Man, Vegas is cracking. Vegas, you know, as you know, I, I lived there for you know Many just years. over a decade, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and I lived there like right when it was just burgeoning and starting to come up. Vegas is a brand new city. It's it's even more special than when, when we lived there. We just we just really mm. rode the strip and just really got a chance to see all the new stuff there. And um, the energy is exciting. I can't wait till there's a, a, a NBA team in there. Oh, I believe go it. to some games. This you and I are going to definitely have to go to that first that first home game. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm, I'm already putting my pennies together right now. Put it together, Bubba. 
But um, but just super excited, super blessed, super thankful. Absolutely. You know, super thankful to be here with you. Oh yeah, and my get God. To share these times and these moments. Yeah, yeah man. And super thankful for you know our families and our kids and our loved ones and and, and just the unbelievable sports that we get a chance to talk about Absolutely. and have a cocktail with and talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you got to do me a favor. I need you to like. I need you to subscribe, and I need you to download the episode. And um, so excited. We're going to see you very, very soon in the new year. I want all of you to be safe, have a whole lot of fun, prepare for a phenomenal year. And uh, let's get ready for a great 2024 of NBA action. Because remember, they say it's fantastic. Right there. Yeah, I think they did.